1994, Nathaniel Mayweather, a young graduate and fancy lad, found himself an accidental stowaway on a rustic fishing boat. In a desperate attempt to get back to Hawaii, where a life of wealth and privilege awaited him, he decided to take the boat off course, with disastrous results. Today on the podcast, Cabin Boy. I'm sorry, sir. I was just wondering what drifter's corpse you stole those shoes from. Welcome to Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly serious podcast. I'm Claire, and joining me once again are my two good friends, Brad and Tammy. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Ready to talk about some true true crime? Uh, always. I'm always ready to talk uh, about right. true true crime. Oh, when especially you say always, you mean once a month. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, especially once a month. Once a month, yeah. I'm, once a month, I'm ready yeah. to tr- yeah. talk about true true crime. Um, yeah. yeah, and this this one is a case that... Um, Claire, had you known about this case before we started? No. Okay. I had not so, heard about this documentary. I'd not heard about this case. I wow. don't think either of you had mentioned this documentary to me before. It was a revelation... Uh, learning about this that it was learning it was such a big part of your childhood yeah yeah so um this case is one brad and i i brought to the table here and um it is the story of a fancy lad the story the case we're gonna put this guy on trial is basically what we're saying and Mm -hmm. that is um the podcast versus cabin boy And the person we're putting on trial today is going to be Nathaniel Mayweather. But before we put him on trial, let's let's talk about this case a bit. Yeah. Because I feel like some will not understand why we're putting someone on trial just for being a fancy lad. But it really goes a lot deeper than that. So it does. Yeah. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can't be a murderer every week or every month. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, also, yeah, Yeah. also. We deal with a lot of murders. We deal with a lot of murders. We do, yeah. Some more murderous than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some who who seem to have gotten away with it, but not in our court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And and while maybe not murder, we'll t- we'll talk about some some deaths, some a- mm-hmm, yeah, at least sure. one death. So, um, all right. So I guess we will start with Nathaniel himself. We'll just yep. talk about Nathaniel, uh, the fancy lad himself. Um. He was brought up in a very wealthy family. Wait, can I can we can we back up for a second? Sure. Tammy, when did you see this movie? Um, I would have seen it uh probably within a year of it coming out. Oh wow, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I saw I saw this in college. I I, I had not seen it until college, but it quickly uh became one of my favorite documentaries. Yes. I think I wrote a paper on this movie. What? Wow! <laughs> what? Wait, I'm pretty sure. Are you a researcher this early? <laughs> I, uh, I did some deep dive research uh, because it was one of those like like English 101 or 102 things where they're like it, we he, we had a very specific assignment to like we had to write a review of like uh, either it was like a, a movie uh, something that wasn't popular. So no. like a movie or something that that was not well received. It was a wildly specific um, um, assignment. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh yeah, this movie, this uh, documentary did not was not well received at the time. No, not oh. at all. I I had watched this documentary. Um, I mean, I I know I did not watch it. Um, guys, this got a wide release, so I didn't see it when it was in the theaters. But definitely by the time it. It made it on, um, like, uh, well, it wasn't on demand at the time, but like a video. (laughs) By the time you could get the documentary at a local blockbuster, (laughs) 
I, oh, I saw I it when that. it showed up in the $5 bin at Walmart on DVD. Wow. wow. And I saw it two hours ago. Yeah. So, no, so I had um, uh, seen this with um, my brother who's closest in, in age, and we definitely watched this multiple times um but you know what's interesting is because this case again dealing with a fancy lad dealing with somebody who is coming from money and this original this case was brought forth and documented in 1994 initially Mm. and i feel like that was definitely a time of of wealth for people there was a lot of Mm -hmm. people that had money and um very frivolous with money and so i i mm-hmm. think that that's why people didn't take this seriously mm-hmm. as it should have been taken yeah so looking at it through uh an older more mature lens as i did now <laughs> as i did mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. um or the other night when i rewatched it i was like yeah this is an interesting case mm-hmm. um and we mm-hmm. we definitely do see um have a pattern like we do uh I think find ourselves drawn to cases that do deal with um, with class quite often. Yeah, yeah. Because they're interesting. Yeah, yeah. And and again, I was so when this would have uh, uh, come out in 1994, I would have been like, I don't know, 15, 16, somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so definitely not not really like. Uh, understanding a class system necessarily i mean i, I, mean, I, I, I was I 10 didn't have but a- i was definitely well aware of the class struggle because i was very no <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, I was i, will I say- was watching like what documentaries in 94 probably like the documentary forrest gump and stuff i think that was around the same time oh god it was. yeah yeah i uh Maybe the documentary i mean backbeat. i just knew i did not have money and other people did but i didn't yeah. understand <laughs> this difference yeah Um, yeah. but yeah so nathaniel mayweather his uh father owns a chain of hotels specifically the one that he was gonna go and and work at was going to be um the hotel in hawaii so he's Mm -hmm. just come from money and he went to a special like um school like a finishing school i guess for yeah for producing fancy luds yeah yeah uh, the stefan wood finishing school Yeah. yeah Um, Brad, is that what was the kind of place that you went? Absolutely not. I went to Herda Hatta School. <laughs> Herda Hatta High. Yeah, pretty much. Like I went to the re- I went of of the three high schools, the three public high schools in in Jackson. I went to the one that was the Redneck High School wow. in Jackson, Tennessee. In Jackson, Tennessee, I went to the Redneck High School. I don't Amazing. even know how that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> that's- that not all of them are right. <laughs> well, there, there was, there was, there was the rich high school. There was the oh, black, yeah. black high school. Oh no! Um, and that was it was like four miles away from our high school. Like it, I <laughs> don't even. Also, like I, our our high school was like like fifty fifty like a racial mix. So I don't even know what we're talking about. Um, yeah. like it doesn't. Yeah. But 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 it was but JCM was in the middle of it was in mid Jackson. That's where the black people are. <laughs> um, except the ones that are other parts of Jackson. And then Northside was the rich kids. So, you know, Ooh. rich in comparison yeah. to, yeah. Uh, Ten- yeah, Tennessee Jackson, rich. Tennessee. Yeah. Jackson, Tennessee rich. Yeah, it's very specific. Jackson, Tennessee rich. Not even Tennessee rich, just yeah. Jackson, Tennessee rich. Yeah, so North <laughs> Northside rich, Southside rednecks, JCM. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Very bad. Very bad. Very bad place to live. So no, no, nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Mm. Wow. No. Um. Well, this. Well, uh, Nathaniel here it w- totally lived a different world than yeah. clearly the three of us lived. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we did not have to wear powdered wigs at my school. That's shocking to me. Now that, yeah, that sh- is I, w- I was going to ask I'm you English? about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> you guys love dumb wigs. Yeah, that's true. We didn't have to wear powdered wigs. No. We had to wear, like, we had school uniform, um, which I don't think you have everywhere in the States, right? No. So we had school uniform, which was blue, and our school houses were named after composers. So I was in Handel House. Okay, yeah, like, you're, you're just talking Harry Potter shit now. That's just made up nonsense. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, we did have houses like in Harry Potter. Um, oh. But yeah, no powdered wigs, but we had to sing hymns in uh, in the morning before school because it was not technically a religious school, but it was like a religious <sighs> school, you know. Wow. Mm. Yeah. If they asked you, like, what order in class, like, what order the words um, sex, love, marriage should happen in, and you didn't say marriage, sex, love, then that was the wrong answer. Because, you know. Weird. Yeah. I don't like any of this. Where did love fall on that list? (laughs) Yeah, love was last, by the way. I just want to let you know. That's that's what I picked up on. (laughs) Hello, uh, I've come to see if you would be interested in possibly making a a bit of a marital agreement. Uh, If you'll sign this contract here. Yeah. Yep. Weird. Cool. Cool country. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we used to have an empire. Where's that? Again, at at, uh, um, Redneck High School, our most popular class. Um, by necessity was the babysitting class because so much of the school body had uh, uh, had had children that they had a need for people to take the babysitting class. Wow. <laughs> because, yeah, that was the only way, as a student, you could afford the free babysitting that came from enrolling your child in the babysitting class. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, we all lived a, a thousand million miles away from how Nathaniel lived. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but and and let's let's be clear. Um, I'm sure that this is not a shock to anybody. He was snobbish, self-centered, arrogant, despicable, he lazy, lazy. Um, the headmaster definitely did not care for him, and you know he was a little prankster as well. Like he was just yeah. kind of a, he yeah. was a rich asshole. Yeah, I like even more e- even in comparison to other rich fancy lads. Yeah. 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 Because they're all rich, also fancy lads in this school, but he was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So after he was graduating, um, his father had invited him, you know, like I mentioned, to go to Hawaii, and he was supposed to board the Queen Catherine. Mm hmm. On his way, which is like a luxury ship. Yeah, which is a big, yeah, nice luxury ship. He, this is how terrible of a human this fancy lad was. He annoyed his limo driver so much that the limo driver kicked him out. Yeah, that guy who's getting way. paid to take him <laughs> to the yeah. ship was like, yeah. yeah, no, you gotta go. Yeah. So when he was forced to walk the rest of the way, he makes a wrong turn because he does not realize, uh, he doesn't read really the whole sign because a cow's in the way. Yeah. Um, he's probably it, never read a sign in his life. No, no, because he's got a limo driver, so yeah, yeah. why would he have to? Um, but yeah, so he, went, he goes the wrong way and ends up in a really small fishing village. Mm-hmm. And that's where he comes across Kenny. 
Yeah. Well, he's he asked for directions first from this this local who's selling like sock monkeys. Mm-hmm. Which I, I I'm kind of surprised, but I'm guessing that was a bigger industry than I I thought at the time. Um, but he I think he gives uh, uh Nathaniel the wrong directions on purpose because he doesn't like fancy land. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, right that's so. fair. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. No, it's, it's... That's what I would do. Yeah. 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 Um, so he gets on this ship called the Filthy Whore, but he thinks it's like this themed boat. So I guess like I, I was thinking about this. And I'm like, so is this like when like people that live in cities go to like ranches for a weekend? Yeah. Oh, probably. City Slickers uh, future case file. Yeah. <sighs> I've thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> about that. Uh, but Actually, yeah, probably so. City Slickers too. The Legend of Curly's Gold Future, Future Clan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's be very specific, which which we do in this this uh, podcast. We sometimes look at various cases that are surrounding the same topic. But yeah, so so he gets on this thinking it's like a themed boat, and I just am like, oh god, what I don't a know how this boat thing. is floating. It's like. <laughs> It's so, it just looks so rotten and awful. Yeah, it's not the fanciest boat for a fancy lad to be on. I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, that um, you know Nathaniel would go ahead and get on. But I guess if he's thinking it's a theme boat, he's like really into it. Yeah, he probably thinks there's like behind you know a, a door somewhere. There's like the actual luxury area, you know. And this is yeah. Well, the you know the, those folks that this the city slickers, uh, if you will, mm-hmm. um, who go to these ranches, like they do that to go and like work, feel like they're quote unquote working on the ranch for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. this is Nathaniel's idea of what's happening on this ship. Um, so. He, he goes ahead and Kenny is not the brightest. Seems like yeah, a, a Kenny very is the cabin boy. Yeah, Kenny's the current cabin boy. Um seems like a nice enough person, but just not the brightest. Um yeah. just assumes because uh our fancy lad Nathaniel has mentioned like, oh yeah, I know I know a lot of captains, like this is like not a thing. Yeah. And um so Kenny lets him stay. And it's not really till the next morning. Uh, when Ke- uh, when Nathaniel has been asleep in uh, when Ke- uh, when Nathaniel has been asleep in the captain's bed, yeah, Ugh. and wakes up Curse. next to the captain, Captain Graybar. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I. It's mm. not good. <laughs> how like, how it, neither of them noticed. I'm not. Well, Captain Graybar yeah. was probably like drunk, very drunk. But- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But if There's... you're staying in a themed hotel and it's like this level of realistically gross, I yeah. just no thank you. No thank you. No. Like imagine imagine if you pay like the 8 8 billion dollars to stay at that Star Wars hotel. No, no yeah. thank you. And then like you got and you get like shot <laughs> by fucking stormtroopers. <laughs> that's that's the equivalent. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm sure some people would be like, "Worth it." Oh, <laughs> it really hurts, but worth it. Oh, it's so realistic. Oh God. Oh, I may die from this, but wow. Yay! I got the. They wouldn't die. Whole from, uh, they wouldn't die from it because if they got shot by a stormtrooper, the stormtrooper would miss. So they're not going to die. Um, and I will say, like Nathaniel, fully, of course, thought he was going on this fancy uh, ship. There's the the Queen Catherine, and he's wearing like the fanciest of robes, even. (laughs) 
He's, yeah, and his wig. And his, his wig, and he's got his little night mask on. He does, you know, uh, a nighttime routine. Yeah. So that doesn't stop. Um, Not a very big crew on this boat. There's the captain, there's three men, and then there's Kenny, I think. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all fishermen. Yeah, there's, uh, um, there's Pappy, uh, there's, uh, Teddy, and Skunk. Skunk, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then the captain. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a massive ship. That's the other thing. So, okay, even if you thought you're getting on a themed boat, like, why Mm -hmm. would you be the only person on this themed (laughs) boat? And why would it still be so small? I feel like Nathaniel... His money blinded him to like reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very strange. Very. I, I just no, don't know he's what got that's no street like. Street smarts, Tommy. No, not at all. I just. I'm just like I don't know what that's like. I would like to have money blind to me at some point. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Captain Graybar wakes up, finds Nathaniel in his room, and says the the you know they're going to be out fishing for three months. Yeah. Um, Nathaniel's not excited about that at all. He tries to convince them to go ahead and just sail him to Hawaii and just drop him off. Um, <laughs> which... I mean, you think money could take care of this situation, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he should like because he he doesn't say, "Hey, um, I will pay you three times what you would be ma- be making from." the fishing with the fish yeah 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 but he never no, says he that offers, which like, is one of the guys like socks it's like yeah yeah like i, I think mean, in, a, in a box of mints or something yeah this is the this yeah. is the real problem with rich people is is not only are they rich assholes that are unaware of the rest of the world they're all the only thing they are aware of is keeping their hands on their fucking money yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because because let's let's be clear. I don't think there's one time throughout the entire documentary that he offers them money. Yeah, no, it's kind of wild. <laughs> it's like just thinking and taking in the entire documentary that there's never a time. Unless it's um, because like I mean, I guess it's not his money; it's his father's money. But you would think that his father would pay. He would have the money. ransom. Like there's to get, no, yeah. there's yeah, no way he's he doesn't have money. Yeah. yeah. Um, these guys are just gross. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is very, it's, it's so gross. Ugh. Um, but yeah, so they're not having it. They have no interest in, in going to Hawaii. So, uh, Nathaniel goes to Kenny and actually ends up talking him into taking him to Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, sorry. They also have thrown his powdered wig overboard. We should mention that as well. Good riddance. Yeah. His christening wig. Yeah. yeah. He's had he's that had since he was a baby. baby. What? So do Oof. you have to like grow into your christening wig? Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, I was christened. I didn't get a wig. Mm. Which yeah. I'm quite upset about now. Uh, well, I was not christened, so I don't think I would have gotten a wig mm-hmm. anyway. I got a plate. A you got plate. a plate? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a plate, and it has, like, the name, my name, and the date of my christening on it somewhere. I'm not sure where it is. Yeah, it's in storage uh, What were somewhere. you supposed to, like, is it a serving know. plate? Is it, like, a plate for... No, it's like, like, like a I don't understand plate. what this- I don't know. Uh, weird. I don't know. I, I don't they, remember. They were trying to make you an old lady as a baby. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Decorate your, your wall with this. Yeah. It's from the Franklin Mint. <laughs> I put it Just next to, to my I Love Lucy and my Star Trek collectible plates. 
I'm just saying, if we got a, a christening wig, that would be better. You can have fun with a wig. You can't have fun with a decorative plate. No, you cannot. <laughs> no. Despite no. what everyone in the 90s seemed to think. Oh, seriously. They love decorative oh, plates. I'm, I'm, I'm English. The amount of decorative plates you get whenever the royals sneeze, like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 I do remember, like, especially with, with Diana being around, there was, there was a lot of decorative whatever the fuck mm-hmm. to do with the royal family. Yeah. Um, I would love to, like, just go to, like, thrift stores and buy a bunch of, like, decorative plates and just make that my, like, my everyday regular use plates. <laughs> do it. <laughs> that would be so funny. If I went oh. to your house, Brad, for dinner. <laughs> that would- so, Tammy, would you like to eat off of uh, Captain Picard or the Fonz tonight? <laughs> Or Camilla Parker oh, Bowles. These are goals now, Brad. This is <laughs> oh, we have we have Prince Charles, Captain Picard, the Fawns. Well, Ernie uh, from Sesame Fred Street. Fred Neville. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so um, our our Claire Lafar. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is so, so strange, these things that we find out about you doing this podcast, Claire. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he does talk Kenny into uh, going ahead and taking him to Hawaii. Like in the other direction that they're going. Yeah, but the crew uh, ends up going through Hell's Bucket. So it's like, think of like the Bermuda Triangle. That's kind of like what Hell's Bucket is like. It's just a lot of weird happenings that occur in Hell's Bucket. We don't hear much about Hell's Bucket now. So I'm guessing there's been like more efficient routes that have been discovered since, do you know what I mean? Or that people don't yeah. go through Hell's Bucket in ships anymore? Or if they, maybe if they do, they don't live to tell I, the I tale. Think, I think climate change has shut down Hell's yeah. Bucket. Yeah, fair yeah. enough, yeah. But yeah, I mean, because it really was just a, a, a space where there was just some abnormal, like, storms that happened, that kind of stuff. It was That's really, everywhere now. It really was... Yeah, it really was all exactly. kind of climate related. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, Hell's Bucket has shifted, and now it's just sort of uh, the world, you know, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, we are all living in Hell's Bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's actually how the guys find out. The rest of the crew find out um, that you know uh, Nathaniel has talked Kenny into taking him is because all of a sudden there's all these storms, mm-hmm. purple and, lightning. Uh, yeah. And, I want a t-shirt, uh, by the way, Brad, that says we're all living in Hell's Bucket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did want to ask a question to you guys, because we all know Nathaniel's fancy lad. Mm-hmm. What is up with these fancy lad shorts? Is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, again, school uniforms are that's like, true. stupid and dumb. Yeah. And often do mm-hmm. include shorts for some reason. We yeah. were not allowed to wear shorts at my school because that was for, unless you were doing sports, um, because that was for boys and we were a girls' school, so we had to wear skirts, which sucked. Mm. I don't want wow. to wear some fancy boy shorts. Um, during the storm uh, that that Kenny took them to took them through in Hell's Bucket, um, Kenny is knocked out. He's knocked off the boat completely. Yeah, mm, he's murdered and no by effort, a fancy lad. No mm. effort is made to to rescue him. No. Yeah. Yeah, because Nathaniel I mean, is the only one who's somewhat preoccupied. Sees. Yeah, yeah, they are somewhat preoccupied with you know just getting out of the storm, but still, it's harsh. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of cr- it's sad. It's sad, really. Um, but that was their, their cabin boy. So everyone is like freaking out, obviously, because they're in this massive storm. And even like the, I guess the mast, I don't know a lot about ships, guys, but like (laughs) one of the masts even like breaks and everything. And, um, and this is when they're, they're realizing that Kenny had taken them through Hell's Bucket. Which is unusual for Kenny because he usually would do whatever they tell him. Yeah. Um, the sky is not great over in Hell's Bucket, but no. again, with no. climate change, um, I know California has been looking like this some sometimes yeah. too. So truth, um, truth, literal sky on fire. So yeah, you know, th- again, this documentary was uh, it came out in '94, and is it like a prediction? <laughs> like, is this a predictive documentary? Oof. Like, is this a small look into the future? It was like, here's this case that we're covering, but geez louise, some of this stuff. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So they're in Hell's Bucket. They're kind of like, we can't, if we turn around, that's not great. They don't have a cabin boy anymore. And there is one island that they can go ahead and at least get to. Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna try and do that. But without a cabin boy, they need someone to do all the dirty work for them. And so they force Nathaniel to be the cabin boy. I mean, do you really need a cabin boy? For, I would have I, it's thought a very, so. It's such a small crew. Yeah. So, small crew, small ship. Like, And it, it looks like what work is getting done. Yeah. I think... Personally, they just didn't like Nathaniel and just wanted him away for a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, but like, yeah. why do they have Kenny? Like, how did... I, I I, just... I need to know the backstory of Kenny and how he got involved. Yeah. All Kenny I mean, seems to do like is like, Ken- watch the ship and... Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think, like... It, yeah, it seems like Kenny maybe stays up, like, does kind of, like, overnight stuff and keeps them kind of going in the, cor- the right direction because Kenny was up. Uh, steering the ship or at least keeping watch and making sure they're going the right direction while the captain slept. And actually the rest of the crew also slept. Mm -hmm. So I think they just needed a cabin boy really to kind of be like the nighttime crew. And also do, I would say cleaning, but you would never know. Maybe Kenny was just terrible at it. (laughs) Well, you need somebody to give Pops a a bath, I guess. Mm, yeah just made me sad yeah you, got, you need someone who's gonna lick the the deck that yeah. tastes of marzipan yeah oh, i was like that deck does not taste of marzipan nathaniel no Mm-mm. yeah they just have him doing all the gross stuff yeah and then they put him on uh, um what do they call it um what kind of watch was it um oh it was like <sighs> i can't remember i can't remember what it was called but it's basically to keep an eye out for things around the ship but from yeah, not they, from not on the ship, like yeah, they basically put him on a, on a raft and let out t- two miles of rope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they have two miles of rope on that boat. That's impressive. It's true. Yeah, yeah, and I know that they were surprised he survived because I think they left him out there for just over a week. Oh yeah, yeah nine yeah. days with a carton of chocolate milk and a loaf of bread and some cooking <sighs> oil. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Just the chocolate milk alone, it's like... Oof. And no shelter. Oof. Oh, yeah, the chocolate milk. No shelter. No, yeah. It's it's impressive that he did survive. Yeah. Um, He definitely was... Oh, God, that bread is so gross. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> just, just the imagery of some of the harsh realities of the documentary is just... Blah. Um, but yeah, he was sunburned, he was dehydrated, because you can't drink seawater. 
he was um he started hallucinating yeah he saw he saw hallucinations of, of Kenny uh, coming out of the water yeah mm-hmm. he saw a giant floating cupcake yeah. spitting tobacco as you do yep yeah we've all seen that though when we've been hungry though right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sure yeah. sure yeah also he's because he's drinking seawater that's never good yeah yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna do anything good he got told by the crew of the of the dirty whore that drinking seawater is fine for you yeah not, not good. it's not it's not yeah don't drink seawater guys i mean he was already getting you know sunburned because he's out on the water but he also confused the cooking oil for lotion and so yeah. he actually was just baking himself like literally Ugh. just baking himself yeah. Um. And he did realize he was going crazy, but uh, I mean, what are you gonna do, right? Like you're uh-huh. just you're just going into the delusion world. Um. He falls in the water at one point. Um. Uh, he does claim to have been saved by a shark man. Yeah, probably just a shark. But yeah, you know. probably yeah. Just like yeah. sailors used to see mermaids, and it was just seals and stuff. Like he's yeah, he's got sunstroke. He's got twelve degree burns on his all over. Uh, he's been drinking seawater. You know, he's he's what if, yeah, what hallucinating if, all sorts. What, what if it was far? <gasps> Maybe it was far. Except yeah, that I'm actually far, safe, fancy lad. <laughs> far like fancy lad. Well, except far, it wouldn't be far talking because far was told never to talk. And far's, oh, a, yeah, far's yeah. a good a good boy, so I don't think he would have talked ever again. After 20 years, I mean, maybe, maybe he has yeah. something to say, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and, and I actually think it would make more sense if it was a dolphin. Like, he just uh, assumes yeah. a shark man, but um, I think it's probably a dolphin, and probably just pushed him up against where he fell off the boat, yeah. Yeah. or the raft, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, and just pushed him toward it, so that way he can pull himself up. Yeah. Um, but he definitely thought it was like the arms the face of a man and the body of a shark is kind of the way he described it um which is just a creepy thing to imagine yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um it's no more creepy though than people like sailors seeing like a manatee and being like whoa that sexy lady like i like manatees Uh, you but know, not in that way. I saw them with with you and and Dan, Tammy, when we I was in Orlando. But I wasn't like, Phew, what a beautiful woman! What a beautiful I mean, woman! Sometimes fish. you see the right manatee, and you're like, wow, yeah, that is didn't one, see the right one foxy manatee. <laughs> that sea cow has got it going yeah. on. Yeah, so <laughs> sea cow, more like sea wow. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> So, yeah, so after he finally gets pulled back in, he's telling uh, Skunk and Big Teddy about the shark man that saved him. And much like the Tales of Mermaids, these two fools are like, oh, yeah, that's Chalky. Yeah. (laughs) They've got a name for the shark man and everything. Yeah. There's a big myth about Chalky. Yeah, the myth about Chucky is that he's the offspring of a male Viking and a female shark. Yeah. Um, and he can be uh trouble because he can like uh one person one way and then hate them in the other. So he could just you know you just never know what you're gonna get when you have Chucky. And to me, I'm like, yeah, because you don't know if you're getting a dolphin or shark, <laughs> or if you have a dolphin, what they're gonna do yeah. to you anyway. Exactly, so, like, dolphins um, are assholes. Yeah, as we yeah. know from previous mm-hmm. episode yep so so dolphins uh 
are chalkies and uh, <laughs> sea cows, manatees, are mermaids. There you yes. go. Yep, We've yep. solved all the riddles yep. of the sea for you. Yep. Got them. Got them. Got them. Um, Case closed. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but again, this is one of those, like, these guys believe in Hell's Bucket, so... Yeah. Like, this yeah. Is... like sailors are, like, known to be superstitious. Like, they believe in all kinds of weird things, mm-hmm. like, don't have a woman on board. You know, like, yeah. all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, while Nathaniel is cleaning the deck, he spots a lady out in the sea. Yeah. Just floating Not along. Not a sea cow. No. <laughs> An actual human female. Yeah. Yeah. Just floating out there, minding her own fucking business, by the way. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I I think he's justified in trying to save her life, because she's floating along in the ocean <laughs> in Hell's Bucket. Yeah. Also, I don't get, like, so she says she's basically swimming across the world, but at no point mm-hmm. can she touch anything solid her body touch anything solid so where's she getting her food from where's she getting her water from because yeah. she can't refill her water on anywhere on land and she can't go on a boat to use their like so i don't understand well, she's just I, she's just drinking the the blood of fish oh <laughs> okay i didn't think about that Oh. Like but she's trying to set a world record and uh nathaniel pulls her up in a net and he he's like into this into into this woman her name is trina mm-hmm. um it's a very strong woman by the yeah. way she's <laughs> trying to get the world record for swimming around the world yeah with very few supplies on her yeah like she's got this teeny tiny little bag yeah, she's just in uh, in her bathing suit and yeah. floating along. Maybe, maybe she's got one of those um, those uh, um, prepper straws <laughs> where you can filter the water. Oh, maybe. <laughs> mm. She probably does. Yeah. Maybe it's like in that documentary Waterworld of like another person who lived at sea and he recycled his own urine and then drank it. Oh, God. Um, she's not only not excited to be brought on board because this is ruining her chances of holding that, you know, world record, um, but also now she's the only woman on this ship with these dudes. With these gross dudes. Yeah. Dirty, disgusting, gross dudes. Um, the captain actually is not, is also not happy having Trina on board because now this is like yet another person on his ship. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they've only got so so much in the way of uh, you know frozen fish sticks to eat. So yeah, yeah. Ugh, you've got the whole ocean and you're eating frozen fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fisherman are you? <laughs> I mean they're they were going to be out for three months to catch fish. Like maybe they were going to be out for three months trying to catch yeah. a fish. Maybe and also why why they got chocolate milk? Oh god, fish sticks and chocolate milk. Oof. Yeah. If there's so anything so I don't want to eat while I'm on a boat, it's frozen fish sticks and chocolate milk. Yeah. Well, I guess you're not four years old then. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel so bad for Trina to be on this boat. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, th- I would. Yeah, I I don't even know why she stays on the boat if she has this ability to swim across yeah. the world. Yeah. Like just hop off immediately. Yeah. Just really. I mean, don't- I also don't understand the appeal of trying to get in the world record book no either i don't understand that either but yeah. way too much effort like you gotta like fucking swim across the globe and you're, all you're gonna get is your name in a dumb book yeah yeah right pass 
Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, she just yeah, seems Nathaniel's... to give up on this. Because also, like, no one's... There's no judges or anything there. Like, why doesn't she just go, Hey, like, I, I, I swam all the way. Like, I didn't stop on, off on a boat. Who's gonna know? Well, we find out a little bit about Trina, like, as mm. it goes on. Yeah. And we know that she escaped from, like, a prison farm at some point. Yeah. And she is mainly... The only other thing she really knows besides swimming is, uh, like, uh, ironworking or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... She's hard fucking core. Like, let's yeah, be clear. Like, um, so the... And, and you know, I, again, I am concerned for her on this mm-hmm. boat. But also, like, I feel like she would murder somebody if she needed to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, which, that's the only reason that I'm like, all right, well, I guess... I guess I understand, like, if she's already kind of given up this idea that she can't lie, (laughs) I suppose, about (laughs) um, being taken in on a ship. (laughs) I guess. You know, then she's she's not worried about being attacked by these fishermen. Although I I would be. I would be. No. I mean, dudes who planned on being on a boat for three months. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Again, dudes, dudes in boat, on a boat for months is why they thought manatees were sexy ladies exactly. that they wanted to fuck. Ugh, like, God. God, it's so yeah. terrible. I mean, why only manatees? Why has never anyone been like, oh, look at that sexy octopus. Yeah, sexy turtle. I mean, and let's be clear, like, one of them did, like, call her sassy and asked if he should give her a spanking. Mm, so. Yeah. Um, and she already had to, like, threaten him physically to put yep. him, in, I guess, in his place. Yeah. So, um, jeez, oh, just, I can't even, I can't imagine poor Trina. Mm. Um, and then she's wanting to go back to Maryland at this point, because, I mean, what what the fuck else is she gonna do? And so now the captain is like, so what, you guys want me to take you guys to Hawaii and take you to Maryland? This is ridiculous. Yeah, so This is a fishing boat. This is not made for, uh, no. like, all of these travels. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe the rich guy should just, like, uh, take care of all of this shit. Mm-hmm. With money. That he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna find this like island that they are looking for and um the thought being they're just gonna leave trina and uh nathaniel on that island because they just don't want to have to take him anywhere else i mean yeah they just want to get on with their fishing trip and maybe catch at least one fish but we know that there's fish in hell's bucket so, yeah. because the the shark that saved Nathaniel must be living on something, so why don't they just try and fish there? I mean, I, I get not wanting to stay in Hell's Bucket. I yeah, get wanting no. to get out of that. So I, I think that that's just kind of their main focus, is mm. to get the fuck out of there. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's just, like, problems with the boat, and it, it's just all a mess. Yeah. I also imagine if you're a fishing boat, you have to, you know, you have to know where your ports are, because it's not like you can just, like, keep the fish. Yeah, like, I was thinking that, like, yeah. Like, how are so they gross. refrigerating the fish? Like, I, they're not. I think you, 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 you catch a bunch of fish, you go to the fish market, mm. you sell your fish, and then you go back to fishing. 
So, do you guys think that maybe something else was going on that they planned to be out on at sea for three months? Hmm. Because I, I don't know, like, because you're right, Brad, like, you wouldn't really truly stay out at sea for three months, because no. that doesn't make any sense. No. I, but I think maybe out at sea as far as away from where they started and, you know, stopping yeah. at, you know, known Got ports okay. that are a ways, maybe outside of the US or something. I don't know. Um, don't know what the state of commercial fishing was at the time. No idea. Or well, uh, maybe Nathaniel- they were secret pirates, oh. like in previous documentary Captain Blood, and the fancy lad was like getting in their way. I mean, let's be clear, even if they were just fishermen, Nathaniel was getting I mean, yeah, he's, he was getting anyone's <laughs> way. No. Yeah. Also, I, I just don't see these guys being very effective no. like pirates. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, no, they'd be terrible at it. Um, So, Trina is like... I feel like she was just trying to get away from everyone, and Nathaniel follows her up to, like, the top of this area. Where she's just, like, and just talking to her, and really not paying attention to what she's saying at all, of course, because it's yeah, just all about him. Um, So, he's telling her that he's developing deep, deep feelings for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he says, despite the fact that you have the breeding of a carnival barker. What a charmer. Yeah. What a charmer. Such an asshole. Hi. Yeah. He's, he's just the worst. Yeah. Um, so she's just like, what the fuck ever? Like, um, and this is, this is actually where we had ended up learning a little bit more about Trina. So she's been working in the steel mill, mill since she was nine years old. Oh. Um, yeah, as as one does. Well, a bit like in uh, our, our mm-hmm. most recent um, episode of all the kids mm-hmm. working in the you know in yep. the mills. Yeah. Yep. And then she ran away from the um the farm, and then she's a drifter. And then how did um, she get to be doing a world record? She's well. She says between for uh, forging girders and swimming, she doesn't have a lot of time for relationships. So that's like her hot. Like this, I'm sure, is just something that she's just like probably dreamed of because it's so different than anything she's had to do I guess, growing up. yeah that's true also it, it helps it helps evading the law the yeah truth. absolutely you're in the middle of the ocean when you've es- when you've escaped from a prison farm <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah and she's like sharing all of these details about her life and nathaniel of course is just the worst not really paying attention and just telling her well did i mention that i have a crush on you and she's like just yeah I mean, he's got, like, wild incel energy. Yeah. So much. So much. Um, Yeah, and he actually tells her, we'll continue this tomorrow. Besides, you're wearing me out with your incessant babbling. Ugh, he's such an asshole. Yeah, he's Would you be charmed by him, Tammy? No, no, no. Watching this documentary, I was not charmed by him at all. But if if this was happening now, can you imagine how many twelve-year-old uh, boys he could charm <laughs> oh. into uh, 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 following him online? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, he he could be the Andrew Tate. Oh, God. <gasps> yeah. yeah, it's the Andrew That's... Tate of his day. Ugh, worst guy, worst guy. Um. Again, this is... They end up in, like, what seemingly 
looks like the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, to me, leads me to this thing as like climate change started here in Hell's Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is that. seriously. Yeah, this is messed yeah. up. I mean, they got to fight off those icebergs with hot coffee to get through there. Yeah, it yeah. is wild. And they're still wild. hallucinating yeah. even now. So we know well, that yeah, I, there's a lot of hallucinating because they've been drinking seawater. They've been drinking seawater, and also, like, I think just the the extreme weather changes, mm-hmm. I think that they're just, their bodies are just, and their minds are just fucked they're at this point. They're very ill-equipped yeah. sailors, because they don't seem equipped for, like, the stormy weather. I know it was very stormy. They don't seem equipped for cold. They don't seem equipped Mm-mm. for much, you know? So they're not, yeah. not very good fishermen, I don't think. They don't catch a single yeah. fish. No, they're really only equipped for drinking. Yeah. That's, that's about it. Yeah, and yeah. dancing. Yeah. Um. So they do find an island, and they've got their little boats, and they, you know, take it up to this island. Um. And they're very excited to to be there. Uh. In fact, uh, Nathaniel even like kisses the sand. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so they're gonna be able to do the repairs on the boat, and also hopefully get rid of mm-hmm. Nathaniel and Trina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Nathaniel keep again just will not leave Trina alone. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, they did try and leave them there, but like, if that ended up really happening, Gosh. like, oh god. Um. So Captain Graybar and Skunk tell Nathaniel about like this legend of this you know woman blue. They tell him like it's like blue skin, six arms, and her name is Callie. Again, this idea of like these fishermen, they really have just like the tallest of tales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they said, if you go see her, she'll help build your confidence because clearly you're, ne- you're getting nowhere with Trina. Yeah. Um, he's a fancy lad. He's, he's been to like this finishing school. He's, he's probably still a virgin. He's never had any yes. experience. Yeah, absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and again, I feel like Nathaniel and, and obviously the other fishermen too, uh, but Nathaniel more than anyone has been like just living in delusions this whole time because being oh, yeah. out there for the nine days, I don't think he's he's quite. I mean, he couldn't recuperate being back on that boat. Bo- <laughs> like it's um. So he does find a woman on the island. Uh, let's be clear. Do I believe that she was blue skinned with six arms? No, no, no absolutely not. Um, I think she's probably I mean, just I, very handsy with him, and that's where that. Yeah, no. Claire. Maybe to your point. Maybe he did fuck an octopus. <laughs> maybe. Oh, oh, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe. Possible. Possible. I'm just saying, I feel like sailors... Who's like... Like, you'd think that they would be looking at an octopus and being like, oh, that octopus... Do you? Do you think that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you could do more with an octopus than a manatee. I haven't thought very deeply about this, but you know. I I think maybe you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking through the mind of a, a saltwater-consuming, sex-starved, half-mad, randy-drunk sailor. Octopus! I'm staying out of Claire's Google searches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that so much like Japanese anime is tentacles, right? Ugh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. I, I'm not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Stay away from Claire's Deviant Art account as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we we never fully know, again, because of his delusions, the writings about um, what actually occurred. We're not sure. He could have just 
didn't fuck anything, but he definitely could have fucked an octopus. He definitely could have found someone living on the island and fucked that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I think he, he, I think he definitely had sex with a human. Yeah, it's probably just some person who'd mm. been shipwrecked there and was living there. Yeah, um, but it really changes his demeanor finally. <laughs> a yeah, little bit. yeah. Um, and you know, and because of this, Trina like is kind of into it. Um, because he's got more confidence, because nobody wants a f- I'm sorry, fancy lads who are listening to this, nobody wants a fancy lad. Yeah. We just don't. And you know what? That's not happen. the woman's fault either. You no. weirdo fancy lad incels. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Fancy <laughs> lad, aka incels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if incels started calling themselves fancy lads? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean- isn't that what the Proud Boys are? Pretty much. <laughs> like, Ugh. same thing. Oh, God. Proud Boys I mean, and I would lads. say Andrew Tate, kind of a fancy lad, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All the connections today, guys, is what we're doing. We're yeah. making all the connections. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Trina's into him now. Um, turns out that, uh, and we'll just call the woman Callie because even though, uh, you know, the, the idea of this six armed woman is clearly not true. Yeah. Um, there was someone he, he slept with and, uh, she was married to somebody and he was just a bigger guy. Yeah. He's a, big a bigger guy. dude. Yeah. They, they like referred to him as the sort of like a giant, but obviously mm-hmm. he's yeah. just a big guy. Just, yeah. He's just a big, he guy. a big guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and who knows, maybe he was like made fun of or something and that's why they live on this little island yeah. you know like just yeah. around away from people um but he's he's clearly not going to be happy that someone slept with his wife so he goes right, looking something for the as well that happens whenever people turn yeah. up on this island which is mm-hmm. is not good like yeah. you know you've gone miles away to be with your wife like yeah and and it doesn't seem like they have an agreement where that's an okay thing for their yeah. relationship yeah so um, I mean, I really think he should take his anger up with his wife and their relationship, and not so much this other person. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Um, she doesn't seem to do a whole lot to try and stop him either, though, because no. she might also be into that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Weird. Yeah. A lot of folks, guys, that you wouldn't want to come across is what we're, what we're saying in yeah. watching this documentary. There's no good people here. No. no good people. So, yeah, I would say that the only the only true good person is is poor Kenny, who's sadly yeah. not with us anymore. Um, so Nathaniel, you know, tries to save everyone because this giant of a human is like now trying to fight everybody. So Nathaniel decides to come clean, says he's the one that slept with Callie and, um, Mulligan is his name. He's ready to kill Nathaniel. And, um, according to Nathaniel's telling of what happened, he says that Chalky came in and helped and saved Mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. So it's very possible if they're fighting in the ocean or out in the water, if there was a dolphin out there, we do know that dolphins attack people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's likely that Nathaniel like choked him with his bell or something, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, But yeah, I think there was this dolphin there as well or shark, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And seemingly, it seems like he kills Mulligan. 
Yeah, he seems like it, it yeah. like he chokes him with his own belt. I mean, we don't see mm-hmm. it's not confirmed that no. Mulligan dies, but it, he basically makes him unconscious, he, chokes him. He chokes. Well, he makes him unconscious, face down in the water. Yeah, true. So, yeah. but maybe that that not... dolphin will save him as well. <laughs> Who knows? Um, dolphins. Yeah. No, no. Mind no. you, he's a big guy. Dolphins he's is just male. as likely to rape him than to uh, yeah. try to save him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Oh, and I we didn't mention that the sailors also just all tried to leave Nathaniel and Trina behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Right before this this fight with Mulligan happened. Um. And Trina is so hardcore she can swim out to the boat and drag Nathaniel with her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just. I mean. She should it's be like a, 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 like an Olympian or something, an Olympic athlete. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I guess if you're running for the law, maybe you can't. Yeah, be. True. yeah I think true. the criminal convictions. Uh... Yeah. Um. So they kind of take this as like Nathaniel saving them. So they decide, okay, we'll go ahead and take you to Hawaii. So when they get to Hawaii, Nathaniel is um offered, of course, this job at the hotel where the, where his father owns owns it and nobody else wants to stay they don't they're not interested yeah, they in staying at the hotel including yeah including trina mm-hmm. but they do tell nathaniel he's a fancy lad and should totally stay in hawaii with with his dad and everyone kind of parts ways and william mayweather who is nathaniel's dad uh is disappointed in his son's actions nathaniel decides at that point in time that he is going to leave the life of a fancy lad mm-hmm. and go find trina being a, being and join a the crew cabin boy yeah. Oof. yeah how long do you guys think that this lasted because spoiler alert we don't know a lot about what happened after this. i think he died at sea um, like a few days after this yeah, yeah yeah surely he must have our trina murdered him yeah, yeah that's very possible she's probably annoyed like, well, she that... got to her senses yeah like like oh what am i doing yeah yeah it's not even like he has any money now like he's not in a fancy lad anymore yeah and she definitely was like not wanting to live on a ship with all these fishermen because yeah yeah no thank you yeah yeah so that is that that's the entire documentary yeah um, so we don't know what happened or where he is now. The assumption is he may be dead from various things. Yeah. Um, scurvy. Scurvy. You know. Shocks. As far as mutiny. we know, he never he never went back to his father and took over the hotel business. So oh. that part we know. And his father but, was like a thousand years old. So like he would have had to have yeah. found someone to take over the hotel. Yeah. But And Trina, of course, we're not going to know much about her because she's clearly on the run. Mm-hmm. So she probably yeah. changed her name by now and the crew just remained being fishermen mm-hmm. that's just their life probably avoiding hell's bucket going forward i would assume yeah yep so that is the documentary and all all of us watch the same documentary i don't know if there's anything else out there you know some of our documentaries have yeah no, um, I think this is other things but and again when this came out a lot of people didn't care for this case didn't care about but you know even true true crime was not a big thing. I mean, there were definitely documentaries mm-hmm. as we've covered in this very podcast, but I feel like unless it was like murderous, there there wasn't as much like again, anything to do with a fancy lad yeah. people were not going to be interested in. So, all right. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and 
and get to this next part. Well, I guess before we do that, any any thoughts or feels? Uh, Claire, I know this is your first time was, going through this documentary. It was a fun documentary. We haven't done anything set at sea, I don't think, since Captain Blood, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and talking through a lot of like these belief systems that the uh, uh, seamen have is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, f- I feel like that could could be a weird thing to discuss. But since we know so much about like people that become delusional, especially drinking seawater, like it all kind of makes sense. So. Yeah. 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 The, like sailors have loads of tall tales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great visuals in this documentary. Oh, as well. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There were there were some um, reenactments where I was really impressed with the way that that some of this was handled. Mm-hmm. So me too. That I totally did not remember from initial watch throughs. And Brett, I know you said you wrote a paper on it. Did you like watch this a lot then? Oh, yes. Oh, I I feel like, yeah, in college, this was uh, a real go to. Got it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard of it. Wow. I mean, I mean, I I feel like when we bring cases and one of us hasn't seen it or even two of us have not seen it, that's one thing. We just haven't like really looked into the Mm -hmm. case that much, but it's very rare that we had not even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty wild. You guys wild, might have mentioned it to me in the past, because obviously we've known each other a long time, but I, I don't remember it. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't think Brad and I have ever talked about our history no. with this yeah. case, so... Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But I would say this is probably the documentary that I have seen the most wow. of anything we've covered. Wow. wow. Okay, I definitely, that's not my experience, but yeah, that's wild. Mm. Oh. I mean, I've, I've clearly I've seen it a couple times, but um, I mean, with the exception of the documentary, the five heartbeats, yeah. uh, which we have not covered yet, yet, yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm hard pressed to to think of something else. Wow. May okay, maybe opportunity knocks. Opportunity knocks. <laughs> that might beat it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Right, so what are we doing now, guys? Okay. Yeah, so, uh, Brad, let us know what's happening now. Uh, friends, it is time for Judge, Jury, and Executioner. We're going to sharpen my guillotine. Wow, Claire! What? I thought that's what we did. How, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? I mean, always sharpen your guillotine. Yes, of course. But that's for personal use, not for the podcast. Oh, I thought because you said Judge, Judge, Jury, and Executioner, Brad. Um, I was like, yeah, my my mistake. Claire, please don't say things with echoes. That's my job. <laughs> um, it, yes, it's called Judge, Jury, and Executioner. Uh, but we will not be having a jury or an executioner. Okay, okay. Uh, For one, we don't want a riffraff on our podcast. And two, uh, the death penalty is morally wrong, so we will not have an executioner. Oh, oh okay. No. I mean, that's we'll disappointing, judge, I understand, a, yeah. Like, no. We will have a judge, we will have a prosecution, we will have a defense. Okay, okay. All right, I'm, I'm, thank you for clarifying that, Brad. I will uh, remember in future and, and adjust my, my words accordingly. Thank you. I appreciate it, and I will hold you to it somehow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's shake on it. All right. There we go. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Well, I am judge today, Mm. Judge Claire, and welcome to my court. Uh, Please, uh, please all be seated. You'll find that I've put some light refreshments uh, in the court for you. Um, 
and some drinks. There's a little mini bar at the back. Um, if you would like some, there's some chum there, so feel free. And there's also some fish Ooh. sticks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, but I would be uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from both of you today. You're both accomplished, uh, accomplished lawyers by this point, and I'm looking forward uh, to this case. So with that in mind, I would like to uh, welcome the prosecution to make your opening hey. statement. Hi! Um, first of all, I'd just like to mention, I love that we have our own courtroom, and we can f- mm-hmm. just, you know, bring all of these cases forward and, and things that, like, most people wouldn't even think to, to charge people with. Exactly. And it's just, you know, we, we get this amazing opportunity to do this here. And thank you, Judge, for residing over this whole thing. Thank you, thank you. I know I know. all of us have gone to a lot of schooling to be here, and yep. uh, you've made it all the way to the top there, Claire. I have, Being yeah, a judge. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's why I'm wearing sure. this fancy wig, and I've got a gavel. Oh. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. Is that a christening wig? I just want to make sure. It's, it's, Did it's you find a christening not wig a christening wig, it's a judge okay. wig. It's, it, it's very different. Okay. Like, I know they're okay. both silly well, be, wigs, yeah, because- but this is a different type of silly wig. Yeah, well, just just because you, we know, you know, in discussion that you had a christening uh, plate, Lent. so yes, I was yes, like, yes, wait, yes. Did, did she also have? A no, wig? sadly not. I was disappointed. I, I I had to get through judge school to get my uh, my wig. What if they had given you a judge's plate? Ooh, it would be the fanciest oh. of plates. <laughs> And then Brad would use it as a to serve me some dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh Tammy, you'll have you'll have the judge plate. <laughs> uh Claire, you'll have this uh empty nest collectible plate. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh right, prosecution, would you uh like right. to tell me your so, opening yeah. statement so, for for uh, Kevin Boy? Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, historically speaking, our I believe our courtroom has definitely realized that there is a class structure involved and capitalism, of course, is to blame for a lot of that. But these folks that we put on trial take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to put uh, Nathaniel on trial. Uh, one for being an asshole to the lower class. Oh. So much so that um, the headmaster was relieved to have him go home. Yep. Was relieved because Nathaniel made his life such a living hell. It's not like he was like, oh, well, man, I'm losing a student. I'm just glad they're graduating. Not excited for Nathaniel. Not happy, but relieved. Mm-hmm. Um, because Nathaniel made his life so terrible. We see it also happen with the limo driver Mm -hmm. that he was so rude and such an asshole to the limo driver that the limo driver couldn't even continue driving with him in his car. Mm -hmm. So, so again, first of all, first and foremost, in asshole to what he's considering a lower class of people okay the next thing i'm putting him on trial for is the harassment of trina okay we can go ahead and say maybe he saved her she didn't really need saving but i can see how he thought she might need saving but then when he brought her on board, he just kept, much like many incels, demanded her time, demanded she talk to him, kept professing his feelings, but didn't care what she thought or how she felt about him, mm-hmm. and just kept overly pursuing Trina. Okay. And um, also, I'm going to put him on trial for just being a terrible 
cabin boy. He really was not a great cabin boy. If we looked at Kenny, some of the things Kenny did was he actually knew how to sail. He actually kept the ship up. Um, uh, Nathaniel was the one that talked him into going to Hawaii. We know that there were maybe some... Uh, Kenny wasn't the brightest person, was easily manipulated. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, Nathaniel would take advantage of that because he thought he was such an asshole to someone he thought was lower class than him. Um, But he was, he didn't stay up late at night watching the ship. He didn't stay up uh, learning how to sail or helping them get through Hell's Bucket. In fact, he's the one that taught Kenny into going through Hell's mm-hmm. Bucket to, to get them to Hawaii. So I would say being terrible, a terrible cap'n boy. Okay. So that's what I'm putting him on trial for. Okay, so three charges. Being mm-hmm. an asshole to the lower class, harassment of Trina, and being a terrible cabin boy. Mm-hmm. Intriguing, intriguing. Uh, defense. Uh, would and, you- I, and I will say, I, I like just want to say honorable mentions, but I'm not putting him on trial. Really shitty fashion sense. But I, I can't put him on trial for that because really he only had so much luggage with him. So yes. not yeah. sure what he was going to do there. But yikes. Yikes, I mean, maybe yikes. he could have fashioned some outfit out of the sailcloth. Nah, it, he would have had to have someone there to do that for yeah, him. Yeah, I don't think he yeah, was learning so. like sewing skills in, in fancy He was learning school. no no skills. Maybe mm-hmm. how to be an asshole yes, leader of yeah. some sort. Maybe, yeah. Well, he's learning how, he was learning about, you know, how to properly tip a, a, a bowler hat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Defense, uh, uh, would you like to uh, proceed with your opening statement? Absolutely. Uh, Your Honor, thank Thank you so no, much. Thank you, uh, thank you for, Brad. Uh, oh, thank no, but thank you thank for you. for for devoting some of your time to hearing these silly quibbles made up by the prosecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we could all we could all we could all be at home just relaxing, eating some fish sticks right now. Oh. But instead, here <laughs> we are. Well, actually, I, I live here, so I mean, you're currently okay. sitting in my oh. my living room. Oh, how pleasant. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is cozy. This is very cozy. <laughs> Thank case. you. Thank you. <laughs> sure. This is cozy. Cool. Uh, but but he, I I just I don't like seeing the judge's time being wasted with frivolous charges such as these. So on the subject of being an asshole to the lower class, Nathaniel is just graduating from school. I. Everyone that age is an asshole. It's just a fact. They're an asshole to everyone, upper class, lower class, and we even see amongst his fancy lad peers, he's an asshole. I mean, it's not, it, this is not a class issue. This is an issue of him just being an awful, shitty fucking kid. That's what they are. They all are. There aren't any good ones. That's just a fact of nature. So I I don't I don't see this this class issue we're talking about here. I see a person that is a shitty kid, like just graduating, and they're all trash. He's just a child. Every single one of them. Yeah, a young a child. bearded child. He's a poor a poor young bearded boarding child. I, I, listen, I don't know about you guys, but I went to Redneck High School. We definitely had some bearding, balding uh, um, kids in my high school. Um, I would I would counter that they probably were adults still in school. They weren't, because I went to every grade with them, wow. and it just oh so happened, God. like in middle in middle school, they all of a sudden started looking like they were thirty. <laughs> oh, God, it's very. Upsetting. I would think there should be a documentary about how to hurt a high, because. 
I think that would be really interesting yeah. to watch. I'm sure there is one that yeah. we just can't think of right now, yeah, but I'm yeah. sure there is one. Mm. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm it's, sorry, uh, defense. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, there's some there's some people that look some ways, <laughs> and also. <laughs> Also, when you're dealing with rich people, you're also dealing with all that those weird inbred genes. I mean, Claire, look at your monarchy. Oh, I mean, I'd rather not. People look weird. Yeah, people look people weird. Have when you try to preserve those gene lines. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say at least we didn't yeah. have to sit through this documentary with him having sausage fingers or anything yeah, like exactly. that. Oh God. Exactly. Then, so I then think, I would have put know. him on trial for having sausage fingers. <laughs> look, those are sausage fingers so, ordained by God. So oh, I'm just gonna oof. point that out. Oof. Long, long so, live the king. So yeah. <laughs> so again, we've got we've got a kid just graduating whom has the unfortunate genes to look at like he looks. Uh, we also just a, a, a terrible uh, um uh like mix of of bad genes, a bad age, and a little thing called. Um, affluenza. Ooh. He's got too much fucking money to have any sort of a conscience. So I think that that explains that right there. I mean, think about I uh, think about everyone you knew when you were graduating. All those fucking assholes. What terrible shitty assholes every single person, ourselves including, were. And then think about if you also had money. Ooh. I mean, we should all be locked up. All of us. All of us to be in that situation. So, there's that. Now, on the subject of harassment of Trina, listen, again, at that age, everyone was trash. But he saved her life. I mean, he? <laughs> he had been at sea for so long. I, I mean, she was floating in the ocean. <laughs> I don't know the, how you sleep in the ocean. I think, I don't think she had much left for this world. She had no water I believe with she her. was sleeping she had no exactly supplies. how sea to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how she made it as far as she did. Um, it's certainly... She's badass, that's why. <laughs> that's how she, she did it. She is badass. <laughs> but even so, I don't think she was going to make it across the globe. <laughs> okay. Especially I, without uh, hitting land at some point. Like, that's that's the question I have for Trina. Mm-hmm. I have some I, questions yeah. for her, and that's... That's a big one. Like, how do you? I have a lot of avoid land. Uh, how? <laughs> how do you? How do you do that? Yeah. yeah. And well, yes, Nathaniel was weird and awkward and incelly. I. I mean, he's a fucking kid. Doesn't know. Doesn't know what he's fucking doing. No clue whatsoever. Also, I. I think a, a decent argument could be made that he is protecting her from far more male- malevolent forces, which is all of these creepy old dudes, including Pop. <laughs> whom at one point is just being such a creep that Nathaniel uh, has to get her, him away from her. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay, okay. Um, three, uh, the charge of being a terrible cabin boy. Uh, again, I ask, what, what, what could he have done to be a good cabin boy? Yeah, he could have learned how to, how to steer a ship, sure. Uh, but this ship looks like garbage. They eat 
frozen fish sticks. Like, no one on this boat is skilled or qualified in any way. Uh, like, sure, Kenny had knew how to steer the ship towards Hawaii, but apparently didn't know enough to avoid Hell's Bucket. So I question how skilled he was. We don't know because he died. So I, no clue what's going on there, but this, this boat is filthy, disgusting. They never catch a fish. I don't know how, how the business model works. I don't understand any of it. I think they just go off to sea to get drunk for three months. I don't know. What do they do the rest of the year? A lot of questions, but I think the charge of being a terrible cabin boy, I think we have to look in comparison to anyone else's skill on this boat. And I state, if he's a terrible cabin boy, they are terrible whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> Therefore, okay. he's perfectly in line for this position and doing a perfectly serviceable job in comparison to the crew, ship, and station he is at. Okay, um, prosecution, your response? I cannot believe that you would try and drag Kenny's name, Kenny, who died, and nobody tried to save him, and our, your, your lovely cabin boy just watched him, just didn't, didn't try may and I, help him, didn't call people to help him. May I point out, if you look at the fireplace, there is a little candle burning on top of the fireplace, that's in memory of Kenny. Sweet, sweet mm -hmm. baby angel. Thank you, Judge. Thank, Thank you, Thank Judge. You. Yeah. No thanks to, to defense over here, dragging his hey, name. I, I got nothing the... but love for Kenny, mm. but I don't think he was a very good cabin boy. I think he did great, the best great person. that he could. He could. A great, sweet, innocent soul, yes. A good cabin boy? I don't think so. <gasps> I just don't understand how you're dragging his name. His That sweet, innocent boy. As you said, just dragging his name. He, he probably worked there forever. He probably grew up on that ship. Unfortunately, probably drinking some salt water, seawater, because that's clearly all any of these fools had to drink. Well, that and alcohol. Um, it just, I just can't, I cannot uh, sit uh, sit by and have you say anything terrible about Kenny at all. Um, okay, let's talk about asshole to lower class. We're, you're just saying, eh, everyone's an asshole. Everyone at that age is an asshole. That's not fact. an excuse. Also, affluenza, that is pseudoscience. And I cannot believe you, Brad Couples, are bringing pseudoscience into this courtroom. Mm. How? Good point. How? I don't understand. I just, I have so, I pseudoscience. Have you're so saying much respect it's, for you, Brad. You're saying it's not true that rich people don't inherently uh, have no uh, um, conscious connection uh, because of their wealth? Are you ignoring the fact that wealth distorts morality? Um, affluenza is a pseudoscience psychological malaise that supposedly affects them and just makes them lack motivation, feelings of guilt, and a sense of isolation. That's all. <laughs> that even if we believed in affluenza, which we clearly do not, because that is <laughs> fake science, mm, if it were... <laughs> If we did, the lack of motivation, feelings of guilt, and sense of... He feels no guilt. He definitely is not affected by fake affluenza. Um, I just... I'm... The things you're saying today in court, Brad, I'm just shocked by. That's all. I just want to thank all. you for helping make my case. I... 
He knows what he's doing. He's clearly an asshole to the lower class. He talks about how his rich dad is, you know, going to put him on a ship and and sail him away to Hawaii and rubbing it in the nose of the headmaster. He's clearly made this headmaster more than anyone else. So not only if you want to say everyone's an asshole, he's more so than anybody else. He is, I mean, if you want to give him an award for being an asshole, sure. He's he's the winner. He's the most asshole of anybody at that school. Uh, uh, no, oh, no awards will be given in this courtroom except for the award for uh, best and coziest judge. Thank you very much. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh-huh. And you do win that one. Thank you. You do win that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. You got my vote. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I agree. He is an awful, shitty fucking kid. And he mm-hmm. is miserable and he should be put on trial for being as shitty as he is. And that is why he is on trial for being such an asshole to these people. Um, and clearly he is. He's an asshole to many folks. Um, the harassment of Trina. I think it's questionable that he saved her life. Even if he did, that does not allow him or give him permission to harass her and sh- and tell her how much he cares, does not listen to her, tells her she's talking too much, her incessant babbling. She's trying to just share and be a human being and say, here's what's happened to my life. And he's not even paying attention to what she's saying. And he just continues to try to inflict his emotions and his feelings onto her because he definitely, as you said, he's weird, awkward, and incel-y. Absolutely (laughs) he is. And he is harassing Trina. And even, again, even if he saved her life, which according to her, he did not, but even if we agree he saved her life, that gives him absolutely no right to harass her. None. Zero. Zero. None. And- Uh, But may I point out, it was the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, which somehow makes it just even worse. Good point. I, Tammy, I, I I appreciate all the talking you were to, and I did listen to some of it, but uh, <laughs> it I is not the nineties now, Brad Couples, and I don't know if twenty twenty three is any better. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I was watching an Andrew Tate video um, <laughs> while you were talking. Oh, um, God. But uh, I need to point out it was the 90s, and I think by all popular uh, wisdom in every documentary I've seen, um, the idea of wearing them down, I think, was a, a oh, popular, a, a very uh, popular and common uh, uh, practice. You're right, and that's why about I'm, five so, minutes ago. I'm so excited that we get to put that on track here in our courtroom Mm -hmm. you're right it was terrible then it's terrible now and i'm so excited that we have a judge that gets to put it on trial now this one just ended oh sorry what was that oh don't worry the judge heard me that's all that matters you don't have to and i'm i'm giving you a thumbs up Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Welcome. Did you hear that um, part, Brad? <laughs> oh, Did you watch your video enough to hear that a, part? <laughs> I would like to say that um, we are aware, um, defense, that it was a popular uh, tactic in the 1990s, but that is also why uh, many years later there was something called the Me Too movement. Um <laughs> As a result of uh, mm-hmm. those tactics of 
wearing them down. Oh, God. Right. Like, but literally watching this out, documentary I... was painful with that part. <laughs> can I point out that Nathaniel, at no point, like, you know, he very easily, once he did finally wear Trina down through um, force of sheer willpower, um, slightly um, putting on a fake personality, and um, probably copious amounts of, of, of uh, uh, seawater that she yes, was drinking. exactly. Uh, once he finally wore it down, at no point did he um, um, quasi-force her into uh, um, being a uh, performing online uh, as, as a sex worker, which, I mean, as we've seen, is something that people can do. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why I have not put him on trial for that. I also at didn't- At no point did he take her to Romania and force her to be a sex worker <laughs> while, while no, scoping we out know multiple of. people. That we know of. That's true. That's true. Uh, not not in this documentary, no. right? Um, right. Uh, we also didn't see him eat pizza, where clearly <laughs> the fact that you get yeah, caught- yeah. By a fucking pizza box is just <laughs> like is this reality? I don't understand. To lose a fight to a nineteen-year-old for no reason. <laughs> but I would give anything to watch him lose a fight to a nineteen-year-old. Just so you know, uh, but you couldn't so because good. that wouldn't be fair. So because good. that nineteen-year-old would be so much older than he is. Young Charles Nathaniel. So I, I did true. also want to bring up this idea of how young he is. Um, I did look up for finishing school, which I assume is what uh, Stephen Wood was. Mm-hmm. Um, they go up to 25 years old. Oh. So he might have been a full-grown adult. We don't know what his age was at the time of his him graduating. Fair enough. So mm-hmm. um, I know we keep calling him a kid, and I do understand that early 20s, I, I do still consider mentally young mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't think it's fair to address him as like a 15 year old I, I think he's definitely finishing school is 16 to 25 typically so okay. um, which is bizarre <laughs> I'm also gonna put that out there he was also one I of the only students who had a full beard yeah, but you know, and and I I didn't know anybody as much as uh, Brad says he knew some Oof. folks that look super old in school. I didn't <laughs> know. Uh, I gotta break out my middle school yearbooks. <laughs> oh god, but but I feel like if I look through my high school yearbooks, I probably could have found mm. some people. But I yeah. I just didn't happen yeah. to know them, and my school actually was quite large, so okay. I did not. You know, um, so I I'm not trying to. I I'm not here to to really bag on his looks. To be mm. honest, that's. He's just a terrible fucking person, so I don't need to, like, bring up any any of his physical appearance. Okay. Um, so, I'm not that kind of uh, prosecutor, judge, no. just so you know. I know, I know. That's what I'm about. Um, Alright, so, and then as far as him being a terrible cal- cabin boy, why are we putting him in comparison to anything? He's just terrible at his job. I don't fucking ca- I'm not putting the captain on trial for being a terrible captain, or any of the crew members for being terrible hmm. crew members. I am just putting... Nathaniel on trial, and he was a fucking terrible cabin boy. So that is, those are, that's what I've got to say about all that. All right. Um, Okay, uh, defense, what was your close, is that your closing statement, prosecution? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, well, okay, well, unless, unless defense says something real crazy uh and I have to stop him, I'll be good with that being my closing. Okay, defense. Uh, I just want to say, uh, again, uh, this is, this is a, we got to talk about 
things in relative to other things here. Yes, is he, is he a terrible cabin boy? He's not, he's never gonna be a cabin boy, but he was forced into the role of being a cabin boy. He didn't sign up to be a cabin boy. He thought he was getting on like a, a theme ship. So we can't hold him responsible for that. No, he's not good at being a cabin boy. He's a fancy lad. Fancy lad and cabin boy could not be more separate. So, I mean, I don't know what you're expecting. Uh, but again, no one on this ship is good at their job. They don't catch a single fish. No one's good, and we have to hold him responsible in comparison to everyone else. Like, we can't just say, oh yeah, everyone's bad at their job, but I'm not putting them on trial. Well, maybe you should put them on trial. If we're gonna put anyone on trial, everyone else should be on trial. Everyone <laughs> else should be, be on If we did that every trial. time, every month, that would be insanity. <laughs> I, yeah, I, and I, I don't uh, want to waste the judge's be, time. I don't want to be doing that much work. I mean, I'm no. I'm a cozy judge. Like, I just want to be cozy. We just want me to throw out that charge. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll consider it anyway. So. Okay. Um, yeah, and again, he's he's a kid. He's shitty. Everyone's shitty. It's the 90s. He's rich. Like, I don't know what you expect, but I think in comparison to other people, uh, not that bad. Look at our, look at our pal Andrew Tate. Real piece of shit. Uh, this so, is true. Yeah, he's no Andrew Tate. Also, he grows and changes. He rejects his his father's wealth. He he throws away his wig and says, "No, I want I want to be a common man." So I think that says something to his character. Okay, let, let's be clear. He didn't throw away his wig. His wig was thrown into the ocean. So I just want to clarify. He didn't actually. He, well, I mean, well, he, the, did, he got his wig back though. Yeah, and then he threw yeah. It, and when he left his father's office, he's he threw the wig. But we don't know what happened after that, right? We just, as we said before. We don't know. Probably died. He could have. Probably died. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he probably may, died. He may have died. died. He may have gone Most back to died. his father. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. What we can well, do we is speculate. We definitely know he didn't buy Twitter. We know he didn't. Uh, <laughs> he didn't uh, pretend most likely to, didn't that, start that his father a sex did not ring. have an emerald mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't do any of the other things we've seen uh, 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 rich people and kids of rich people doing. So. Yeah, true. He's not selling NFTs. Um, so I think. Uh, oh, no. They would be the fanciest NFTs ever. Ugh. FYI, our Orlando Museum of Art has an NFT. <laughs> Wow! Oh boy! Um, yeah, they're they're really going downhill so fast (laughs) after they had that fake painting there that they really thought was real, and now they've got NFTs. Like, I don't know what's happening. I used to like the Orlando Museum of Art. I I don't think I can go there anymore. (laughs) Embarrassing! It's very embarrassing. It's all very embarrassing. (laughs) Are they fake NFTs like the uh, the ones at uh, Halloween Horror Nights, where it was really just an image? Just probably, a JPEG. Honestly, probably. <laughs> That's just kind of sadder because you're pretending something's an NFT, which means you thought you were getting in on the craze, mm-hmm. but you're just doing something somehow sadder and lamer by trying to cash in on the name of NFT while not actually even having an NFT. Oh, yeah. God. And I don't know is. what's worse. Yeah, this is true. Uh, so anyway, was that your closing argument? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, any any uh, response to that uh, prosecution? I know I I love that that uh, some of the things that Brad said when I when response to an asshole to the lower classes of people he's a shitty awful kid um, harassment of Trina he was weird and awkward and incelly and a terrible cabin boy well that's because he's not a cabin boy he's a fancy lad 
that is what makes him a terrible cabin boy. So thank you, Brad. I appreciate all of the things you shared today. Um, Brad? Wow, so it com- descended on a compound near Bucharest last week. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, right, anyway. Sorry, it was just there. Uh, anyway, I'm um, going to put Brad on trial. Enough of this. I'm going to put Brad on trial as well. I mean, yeah. Ugh. Right, well, I, I'm going to go to my quarters, which is my other room. Um, And uh, I'm going to have a cup of tea and an, uh, an egg in an egg cup and uh, decide what I'm going to do about this. So please, please feel free to uh, talk amongst yourselves. Here sure. I go. All right. Um, sure, thank you all. Yeah, I'm trying to find, Brad, this NFT thing. That oh, <laughs> boy. I read it somewhere and then Dan was talking about it too. Um, I'm very embarrassed for our, our town. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's always something to be embarrassing going on in Florida, but this is this is a new sure. low. This is a new yeah. low. Okay, I'm um, coming back. Oh, hey. Here I come. Okay. All all rise for me, the judge. Thank you. Right. Now you can sit down. Okay. Uh, I've been, I've been considering this case. Um, uh, and I've been sitting there having my cup of tea and my boiled egg and thinking about it. Dipping my fish sticks in the boiled egg, you know, uh, lovely, lovely eggy fish sticks. Um, Mm. did you have an Mm. egg cup and was it shoe shaped? I just, this one was not shoe shaped. It was shaped like a a little, like a little judge because I am a judge. So I have a judge shaped egg cup. (laughs) Okay. I'm, I'm now picturing an egg cup that is like a little person and the egg is just sticking out the top yeah, of their head. the egg is like the wig. <laughs> <laughs> the egg is the little white fancy wig. Yeah, absolutely. This is my uh, my egg cup. It was, it was delightful. Uh, I have a collection, a vast collection of law-themed egg cups, as any judge should. Uh, okay, I'm thinking about the charges, so... Charge number one, being an arsehole to the lower class. Now, you can't just say that, oh, everyone's an arsehole at that age. And, you know, everyone's awful. Yeah, everyone's terrible. But he was particularly, like, like hardcore arsehole. Um, he, was, he was so bad that his limo driver who was being paid to drive him probably missed out on a payment that, you know, was probably going to feed his 12 children because he just couldn't bear to be in the same vehicle with Nathaniel. That's how much of a little arsehole Nathaniel was. Um, And yeah, good for him. He changed later, but he was an arsehole and particularly horrible to the the lower class. So in this case, I'm going to say guilty as charged. You know how we feel about rich arseholes on this podcast. Um, Yeah. Defence, I should have, you know, you should know better. The harassment of Trina. Now... He did not save her life. She was having a little nap like a sea otter in the ocean, trying to complete her world record, trying to do something (laughs) with her life. And he took that away from her. And then he expected some affection from her as a result. No. Uh, Also, why is he sitting up in the crow's nest with her? Like, get out of there. Like, let her have some privacy. She's trying to sleep. Uh, He did harass her. It doesn't matter that he eventually wore her down. She was probably like half crazy through drinking sea salt seawater by that point and hallucinating all kinds of crazy things. Maybe she hallucinated and thought that he was George Clooney. I don't know. Who knows what happened, but uh, he harassed her. So guilty as charged. Well done, Tammy. Now, the crime of being... I mean, you and I, I judge, feel that one. So (laughs) Yes. The crime of being a terrible cabin boy. 
Now, here's the thing. Yes, he was a terrible cabin boy, but he didn't have any formal cabin boy training. And I do have to say, his, he was enthusiastic in the role. Everything they asked him to do, he did. They asked him to go out on that, on that little uh, raft for nine days, and he did it. They asked him to lick the deck of the ship clean, and he did it. They could have asked him to do other things that were more befitting for an actual cabin boy's duties, but that's not what they asked him to do. They asked him to do all these horrible jobs. So I feel like he was enthusiastic about this new role, um, which was surprising as a fancy lad. Uh, he kind of was quite happy to take the role of a cabin boy. Um, so I'm going to say not guilty on that charge. Wow. Okay. So I, I feel like that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. It was, I just have to say, mm-hmm. like, you know, he could have kicked off about that. He could have said, I'm not uh, licking the deck clean with my tongue. But no, he said, well, if I'm the cabin boy, then that's what a cabin boy's got to do. Then that's what I'm going to do. If I have to dance and entertain you, that's what I'll do. So fair to him, his enthusiasm and his eagerness to uh, to work well in his role uh, helped. However, he was an asshole to the lower classes before that, and he did absolutely harass Trina. So that is my decision. Court adjourned. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, Congratulations I, to both of you. Um, and I, d- I also wrote down something else Brad said was, it's the 90s. He's a shitty person. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like that's still relevant for today, though. So I know, not a good sadly, I, I was going to say, I wrote that down because I'm like, what's the difference? Yes. <laughs> I feel like the 1990s, the 1890s, the 1790s, it doesn't matter. It's just shitty. Shitty people yeah. being shitty people. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Ooh, I'm looking at these NFTs right now. Absolute fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sent that to you guys. Uh, pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, and all because apparently NFTs sold $69 million wow. in 2021. What the fuck? To people that were trying to sell NFTs. Exactly. It's yeah. so crazy. All a scam. Yep. Um, so yeah, I don't know why that's happening. Well, nope. I mean, it's just another shitty thing happening in Florida. I don't. If we <laughs> what can else get cabin say? boy documentary NFTs, though, maybe. Oh, <laughs> little fancy lad. <laughs> <laughs> NFTs. It's <laughs> my fancy lad yacht club. <laughs> uh, but well, well done. Um, that was a fun case. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I do appreciate uh, appreciate you, Judge. You've Thank you. you really I appreciate just both of you, as well. you know. Indeed. Thank you for coming to my cozy court for the the month. Yeah, yeah. You, you kept we're us sure, cozy. We shall find it. out if you will be back in my cozy court next month, or if I'll be visiting either of your courts. Yeah. So, so that's what we're gonna talk about. Um, thank you, guys. This has been great. Well, let's figure out what are we talking about next time. What case could we possibly be covering? Ooh. Um, we will be covering. The we're gonna uh, apparently uh, I'm looking at this. This is a documentary I have not seen, so I don't know a mm-hmm. lot about it. But what I'm being told by you guys is we're gonna be covering all the murders, mm-hmm. all of them. Yep. I guess which so, seems so, yeah. seems like mm-hmm. a lot, but yep. apparently all the murders. Yep. A lot of murders in the case of uh, the podcast versus Pearl. this place.
Now, caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one take at this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Nothing. Special dancing up on the screen like the pretty girls in the pictures. I will not let you leave this farm again. I'm worried there may be something real wrong with me. Rumor has it they only take one gal per town. We're looking for someone with X Factor. It has to be me. How about a film nobody else has seen? Is it legal? It will be eventually. I know what I've done. Bad things. Terrible, awful, murderous things. I want to be loved from as many people as possible. But truth is, I'm not really a good person. So I'm a little concerned. I, you know, I can handle a few murders here and there, but all the murders, I'm, I'm a little concerned, Mm -hmm. but we'll we'll see what happens. And yes. And if you, if you have not, this is it. This documentary uh, was released last year. Mm -hmm. Um, It was actually the, it's a prequel to another documentary that was also released last year, X, which we'll probably touch on a bit, but uh, mainly going to be looking at the the second one, Pearl. Both great documentaries that are worth a watch. Wonderful documentaries. I'm really glad that they did the documentary X and then they managed to do like a deeper delve into the story of Pearl and found out more information about her, her earlier life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So, um, Brad, you want to tell us what we're, What's going on in our courtroom next time? Yes. So next time for judge, judge jury, jury, and executioner, executioner. as judge. Tammy. Oh, nice. Prosecution. Me. Oh, really mixing it up. Oh, and Claire, you will be defending oh, Pearl. Oh, easy peasy. She is a star. Yeah, she's so. an absolute star. Wow. Well, you don't become a star. I don't know if I can say I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing all the murders, but I am looking forward to discussing a case with the two of you. Absolutely, so, always. There we go. Okay. Um, thank you guys for taking this journey with me uh, to discuss Cabin Boy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Claire, for seeing it for the first time yeah. and really just taking on this mm-hmm. case head on. Yeah. So. Thank you. Um, anything else for the case of this? I just want to thank my uh, my English teacher for giving me an A on my cabin <laughs> boy paper <laughs> with his weird, oddly specific assignment that everyone was very weirded yeah. out by. <laughs> But it, it it really let you deep dive into this uh, into this uh, into the research of this case. So yeah. that's great. True. That's great. Yeah. True. Um. All right. Well, then we're out of here. Uh, bye. Fuck off. Case closed. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via True True Crime at reactionary sascom 
Join our Absolutely True True Crime Facebook group and follow us at True True Crime on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947 and maybe you can help solve a mystery. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.